0: uh there is a relationship kind of a bride-groom relationship of the church and Jesus. Why? Jesus being the groom. Why,
1: why does why is it bride and groom? I I, I do want to touch on this a little bit. Why
0: does why is does that have to be the relationship? Well, I mean from a Bible perspective, there's other verses where he's talking about how he is the Groom and the church is his bride. I can't remember if it's in Revelation. Uh, there's also some in
1: yes, one of the four Gospels, right? Yes, but why is that the best analogy between Jesus and his church? Oh, beats
0: me. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Dearly beloved, welcome to the Unblessed Podcast, where we inquire and exposit the mysteries of that ancient text, that good book itself, the Holy Bible. We are not theologians nor historians, we are but armchair philosophers who spent years in seminary or on a church staff and have since departed to make our own way. We invite you now to read, think, and laugh with us as we dive deep into the denominational doctrines of the divine in the Unblessed Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Unblessed Podcast. My name is Evan.
0: And I'm Scott.
1: And we are two XSBC AVs.
0: Yeah.
1: Southern Baptist Church audiovisuals.
0: All terrain vehicles. All terrain
1: vehicles.
0: <laughs> of the Lord. All
1: wheel drive.
0: All wheel drive. Just mudding it up.
1: Just going right. mudding in the trucks. Yep. Good mud in my truck, gonna mud in my truck, gonna mud in my truck, gonna truck my mud.
0: share my faith with my truck, and in my truck and me, you're gonna eat some mud, and then the mud's gonna get off my boots later, and then we're gonna pray, and it's all gonna be great. Okay, AV. (laughs) (laughs) I'm losing my mind. (laughs) Audiovisual nerds.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, audiovisual nerds. Scott, did you ever run slides or anything like that for church? Would you were you no. uh, were you a booth were you a booth hermit were you
0: uh, I, was a, <laughs> I was a booth boy oh were yeah you a booth boy there was altar boys and booth yeah, boys yeah
1: there were two types of boys in church altar boys and booth boys
0: I was when I wasn't in the spotlight just you know shredding on guitar or leading people to the throne room of God every day
1: <laughs> to, the was, to the heart of worship
0: to the heart of worship i'm coming Coming back back to the heart of worship yes then i was either running slides or sound or something there's so much equipment there's so much equipment for churches it's crazy i mean it's more than most clubs have and then you get you give people who have zero experience and av knowledge like hey run this you know giant system that has all these cables and wires and gnarly buttons And then everyone's going to get mad at you after service if you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) I think that's what made me so mad growing up was I remember how much people give, like, sound and slides people a hard time when it was just, like, Dale, you know, who already worked a job this week, and he's just trying to do his best. My mom runs the slides for their church. Can you imagine? (laughs) 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 She's not very – I mean, she's great with certain computers, but – Not everyone's computers. uh, At
1: our church, our music minister did the, I think it was her husband, it alternated between her husband and some other person would do the slides for her while she was directing music, and then she would go back and uh, do kind of like the sermon slides as well, or at least would be back there and kind of like, I don't know, QA the (laughs) slide stuff. Um, Yeah, like I... I always thought it was fun when you, because uh, there was always those church presenter programs that had like uh, some kind of background for slides as well, like pro yeah. presenter, mm-hmm. um, and it would be have this like, uh, at, because in the church that I was in in college, uh, whenever we would go through like an Old Testament one, oh it yeah, what, always what like, was the background like? It was always yeah. like a, the desert, or it yeah. would be like a, a battlefield, and it would be like,
0: <laughs> yes,
1: you know, God is your sling and your stone. <laughs> like something like that like yes
0: um oh see we had like the world's oldest like software for slides i forget what it was called but you reminded yeah. me it was like those default backgrounds like the yeah. desert or...
1: <laughs> whenever it was something in the new testament there was always just like a, a an adult's hand and a child's hand <laughs> like <laughs> something specific. to something yeah. to that effect <laughs> or like or if it was about like uh the stormy sea, like if it was a it was a very like stormy thing or like a a tempestuous type sermon it was always like waves <laughs> or if it was about like uh jonah it was always like waves or something like that or like
0: were they uh motion graphics or were these just like static There would always
1: i think i i think um, my church evolved from just the static wow. to the motion one at some point um, but there would be it would be an, an almost overlay so there would be like wow. an ocean but you have like w- white dots like in Zelda like going across the screen <laughs> like Ooh. just like little like and not nothing big but it was it was like what what are dandelions doing in the ocean <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I know it almost it it looked like uh, the beginning of an anime on a beach, like just like little mists of water.
0: We had one that we did upgrade to the the motion graphics, and and listeners, if you're still on board with all this, first of all, congratulations, but. Uh, This is what this this podcast is about. It's the nitty-gritty details of church culture. So so, you signed up for this. You clicked
1: on this. It's it's your your fault if you're bored.
0: So I got to talk about the (laughs) motion graphics at our church and what I liked about it. Okay? So deal with it, Uh, uh, listener. (laughs) Yeah. Put that in your pipe and shove it. (laughs) So shut the hell up and listen to my story about PowerPoint slides (laughs) at church. So we, I do remember though, uh, we always had some, it was, it was based on the sermon or the day, like Easter Sunday. We had this one that had like three crosses and had like a little, like a piece of cloth on it, kind of blowing in the wind in the back. Mm. And then we had one that was like, to to signify that that one was Jesus. Yeah, of course. It was a little bit taller than the other ones. It was was the King of Kings. It was a little bit
1: taller and it was dressed up.
0: (laughs) So it had glitter on it. Yeah. Um, and then there was one that was like a seaside kind of like, you know, the sea of Galilee with, and then uh, birds would go by the screen. I remember I would wait for the birds. You get count it's like every 12 seconds, birds would go across the screen. <laughs> but, uh, I, I just always remember the amount of times people would mess up the lyrics because the slides were not up. Cause we did have a, a monitor in the back that matched the exact thing. It wasn't like there was different feeds it was the exact same feed for everybody so somebody messed up the slides the whole church would mess up the slides together it wasn't just like the singers so i always remember people <laughs> like you know that the slide would transition it would go black or something but there was definitely a lyric coming up and you just see the fear in their eyes go ah, vaja, vaja. <laughs> you sing these songs every sunday
1: I know. Like, do you really need slides? Do you really need slides?
0: Open the eyes. I forgot now. (laughs) Like, you
1: probably know every word to, like, every, like, Billy Idol song or Billy Joel song or whatever. Like, you can just crank that out. And I'm getting on to you now. Uh Like, you, you can't remember... Like
0: our God is a mushroom prissy man. <laughs> that that
1: song is like one chorus forever. Oh, that's it. Yeah. That and White Flag, those songs. Like, I. How do you not remember the worst? People to get these in the moment. Songs?
0: They get all hot and bothered up there. The lights get to them. The it's you know it's tough being the center of attention. Yeah, you, know, you got the have all the eyes on you.
1: The sheer. I judge a worship leader on their ability to ad-lib in the moment.
0: Yeah. We've all been there. Like, what's your go-to? If maybe the slide's coming up, you blank out, you don't know what's coming next. Do you just go to a musical break? I'll go to a musical
1: break to kind of, like, get my bearings a little bit. That's what I would do. And then if I just don't remember the words anymore... I would just immediately go back to the chorus because the chorus is the most rem- memorable thing. Screaming yeah.
0: at the booth boy,
1: yeah, hey, hey, asshole,
0: do your job. Next slide. Hey pizza face, click the slides. It's funny thing about the the little tricks of the trade as a worship leader, like because that happened to me. There'd be times where. I can't find the next slide. Like I lost my piece of paper and I don't know where we're going next. So you just, that's when you go to an instrumental break and you look worshipful, you close your eyes, kind of get in the zone a little bit. How
1: many people had a genuine moment of spirituality in a time when a worship leader forgot the lyrics. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, all I can think about is, oh God, oh God, I hope no one noticed. And then someone's, like, getting saved. I know. In the front row. And
1: the, the number of people is not zero.
0: Yeah, you have to wonder how many got, committed their life to Christ uh, in a moment where I was just screwing up at my job. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking
1: of screwing up at your job, yeah. um, today's Icebreaker, we are talking about these insane so we, we've talked a little bit about audiovisual, <sighs> but in the american church in particular there's just this wild emphasis on audiovisual setup and like oh my God. Uh, making things insane there was that like uh thing going around around christmas time where this church had like um marching band drummers suspended from the ceiling for little drummer boy but you shared with me this uh easter performance uh for a transformation church which listeners if you want to take a look at it just look up like easter at transformation church like easter 2023 uh basically like it's a full-on like uh ripoff of beyonce's diva is what's going on it is
0: unreal i mean to describe the scene for you there is a stadium of people probably 5 to 10,000 people it looks like in this bowl arena a, a gigantic screen across the entire backdrop. I mean a huge screen. It looks like a uh, like a Taylor Swift concert. And there is in the middle Jesus on a cross and what what how many maybe 20, 30 dancers maybe Evan? 20, 30 Just- dancers,
1: one main lady who I guess is Satan. Yeah. Um, that's uh, who she's supposed to represent, and then on fire shooting up from the ground.
0: Yes, like four giant pillars of fire are like like a Metallica concert, like shooting up flames in the back. Full dance group, you know, choreographed dance, spotlights, smoke. I mean, it looks like an MTV Music Award performance, right? If you ever watched those.
1: I love the first four comments on here. So the first one is, this is why people don't want to go to church because what was the reason? All this blasphemy for what? Hell. Fire emoji. The next one. Church, missed the mark. Hell is no party. Those lost people will be drowning in fire, gasping for breath wow. as they struggled and writhed in sheer pain while bugs eat their oh flesh, God. daily consuming them again and again for all eternity. No catchy songs sung in hell or like a fire. <laughs> No dance moves. They
0: sure, know a lot about hell. Only
1: person. torment, anger, grief, and pain. Instead, they look like they were at a rave party. Transformation yeah. church didn't message like anyone need to get right with God. Sad state of our church. Just today, my favorite one is the third comment. Never trust someone who wears shoes without
0: socks. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. This is unbelievable. This is tax free. Look at all that equipment. I know this is gonna be boring for some of our listeners but just from a audio visual perspective there is probably i'm gonna say two to three million dollars easy worth of just stuff yeah. i'm not even talking about how much they probably spent paying people to choreograph the dance paying people to run this stuff but probably millions of dollars just in like tv and smoke and lights and all that jazz for an, it's a crazy what are we doing i how do you go to this church i I wanted to interview the people that are sitting in the chairs in that stadium those are the most fascinating people to me
1: i also i also love that you can see during this song which is about like they've ripped off diva by beyonce to be about like satan being really happy that jesus is dead and you can see like some people's like heads bopping a little bit (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but they like have to control it because this is a bad part you know this is the <laughs> bad guy's song you know
0: yeah the song is going really hard and they're hyping people up but at you you're not supposed to root for this person no. in church well there's a dead jesus in the middle of the stage the whole time yep i think that's the weirdest part of all this is there's like a full-on concert and then there's just a dead guy just hanging In the middle of the stage, I don't, I'm, I'm really baffled. I I'm so surprised that this is still a thing for people to attend. I understand the performers. I don't like them. I don't want to ever be friends with them. (laughs) No, those people scare me that are like performing these types of things. I think they're just chasing clout. I think these people are looking for, they are trying to make it big in the industry and they have an opportunity at this mega church to yeah
1: well this there's a paid like these are people who got this gig and they they could put this on a resume you know
0: just craziness i i just don't understand how this is allowed as tax-free religious practices like this you can't tell me people are like looking at this and thinking, This is this falls under legally as religious practices, this concert. It's yeah. insane to me. It's it's out of control. Alright, enough gripe, enough yelling at clouds.
1: Yeah. Get off my law. <laughs> <laughs> Scott topic. Scott, today we are continuing our series <gasps> of you trying to interpret Song of Solomon in any way other than oh, sexual.
0: No. Oh no.
1: Yep. Today we, we started with song one and we're gonna go with song two. Last do you think you were successful last time?
0: I think so. I think I did pretty pretty well. I thought I really conveyed the Lord's true intent of the scripture.
1: Okay, we're gonna start with song two now. <laughs> <laughs> and verse by verse.
0: Okay, wait. <laughs> Alright, I'm ready. Okay.
1: Uh so starting in chapter two, verse two I am a rose of Sharon, a lily of the valleys. Man, like a lily among thorns, so is my daughter, so is my darling among the young women.
0: Okay, I don't remember what a rose of Sharon looks like. Uh, I'm not a gardening person. <laughs> it looks is that like, like a tree?
1: It looks like a pussy.
0: Sometimes just the way you say it, it's so jarring. It like I clutch my pearls. It it
1: it, it looks like a posse.
0: <laughs> it's a lily. I don't know what it looks like, but it's a lily of the valley. Okay, so once again, just for background, if you missed part one, the Bible is very clear that uh, there is a relationship. Kind of a bride-groom relationship of the church and Jesus. Why Jesus
1: being the groom? Why why does why is it bride and groom? I I I do want to touch on this a little bit. Why does why is does that have to be the relationship?
0: Well, I mean, from a Bible perspective, there's other verses where he's talking about how he is the groom and the church is his bride. I can't remember the Revelation. Uh, there's also some in yes. one of the four Gospels, right?
1: Yes, but why is that the best analogy between Jesus and his church? Oh,
0: beats me. <laughs> 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 I don't know. That's just the way they said it. I don't know. <laughs> that's just um, how it goes. I mean, I don't think – I I would have to say that's the most uh, official relationship that they have outside of, like, family. Mm-hmm. Um you know yet adoption, I guess, which they do talk about adoption in in some of paul's letters uh but there probably wasn't other analogies of like oh he's more like an employee like workplace- you know worker relationship or <laughs> i I That's don't know fair beats me, I think they just that they're going off of that, and uh for some reason we have to be the ones that kiss God on the mouth for- so
1: why why is the man calling all young women thorns except his Why is God calling all women thorns?
0: Uh, Well, a lily among the thorns is the church. So everyone else stinks except the church. Okay. So in this interpretation, God has set aside his people. And and the ones he's chosen are the lilies among the bramble. Among the bramble.
1: That's what mine says. The woman says, like an apricot tree among the trees of the forest. So is my love among the young men. I delight to sit in his shade, and his fruit is sweet to my taste. (laughs) Go. Do it. Go. Do
0: it. Go ahead. Do it.
1: (laughs) Jump, monkey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. First of all, we're going to have another dove pigeon argument, because yours says apricot, and mine says apple. So those are very different pieces of fruit. (laughs) They are. Somebody got it wrong. We have to admit there's a problem here in interpretation. Um, so as an apple or apricot, I guess because whatever, any fruit. So we have to sit in the (laughs) in the shadow of his swinging fruit. (laughs) His swinging fruit. (laughs) Right in our face. So what does, that, um,
1: what does that symbolize when it comes to Jesus and his church? The swinging fruit.
0: Okay, help me at ESV Study Bible. I've never needed you more than right now. It says, verse 3, Apple tree refers to a sweet fruit tree providing pleasant shade and refreshing food. In this way, it is quite distinct from the trees of the forest. Observe how the woman responds to his comparison from verse 2. Okay, that didn't help at all. Um <laughs> So basically we need to enjoy Christ as one would enjoy eating an apple in the shade of its tree that's, or a nutsack. No, doesn't say that's going too far. We're just enjoying fruit. We're having a picnic. Okay. That's all.
1: Mm, uh, some swinging fruit. He brought me to the banquet hall and looked on me with love, sustained me with raisins, refreshed me with apricots, For I am lovesick.
0: Uh, So fun fact, banqueting house or banquet hall is another Hebrew word for house of wine. So
1: I'll show you my house of wine.
0: So bring me into the liquor cabinet
1: and (laughs) bring me into the ABC vet beverages.
0: (laughs) The Miller like pool room. (laughs) Bring me into the Speedway cold cabin. (laughs) Into the 21st Amendment. (laughs) Sustain me with raisins and refresh me with your apples. I'm sick with love. All right. If I'm a pastor, I'm up on Sunday. I'm giving you your application to go home with. There's what an eight-year-old think... in the
1: first pew. What do you do?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have the whole spectrum of age that I'm preaching to. And
1: two very prude donors are sitting right behind. Beside um, them.
0: So... It's okay to be a little in love with God. And it's okay cuz when you when you love somebody enough, you just have feelings for him like, times. Are you, it's, it's like, okay. are you talking like sexual love with God? Like being attracted you know, to God? Just like you can enjoy somebody like how you enjoy fruit. It's like you know, like Meg Ryan in what uh, what's the movie where she has the sandwich? S- uh, Sixteen candles? Sleep- no. <laughs> <laughs> Is she in that? <laughs> not sleepless in Seattle. Oh. Is it sleepless in Seattle? I don't know. I don't know. Where she has the orgasm in the restaurant. She's just enjoying food, you know? That's how we're enjoying Christ in a orgasmic way. <laughs> so
1: you, Okay, I wanted and to clarify. Fine. Our relationship to God should be one of orgasmic.
0: Well, it's... It's okay to have a physical reaction to a spiritual, uh, you know. Encounter. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Exactly.
1: Okay. So <laughs> it's okay to orgasm to God.
0: Like if you're in church and the music's really hitting and you owe right in the middle of how great is our God, you <laughs> shouldn't you feel know? bad about it. we looking at you, Dale. <laughs> looking at you, Tina, over there. It's fine.
1: Your, your knees just buckle.
0: Just starts sweating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to like that's put that's your funny.
1: hands in your pockets to hide your boner. <laughs> so, verse six: His left hand is under my head, and his right arm embraces me. What? What do you take from
0: that? Um. All right. First of all, this is not sexual. Uh, just Glad just to, to hear point it out. Glad to um, hear this, The study Bible does say verse six. Sometimes this term refers to sexual activity. <laughs> but I, love it also... that, I love that the study Bible is undercutting you. Like, I think they're wrong. They've had it wrong sometimes. Uh, here, but it also can describe an embrace of affection. Here, it's not necessarily sexual. Although the context would indicate great intimacy... Uh these lines are almost repeated verbatim in chapter 8 as well. So, so these
1: two are just jeans on the entire time.
0: <laughs> we, ha- we you heard it here from the ESV study bible that it could be sexual but also not. It could be that's just a literally very intimate embrace. That's it could intimate. be
1: sexual but also not is literally everything.
0: Well, that's their problem, but the way I'm <laughs> taking it is that it's not. That's the true interpretation is that oh it is God. a jeans on kind of hug.
1: Jeans on. With dad. It's yep. a
0: <laughs> jeans on. A, a hug jeans, on with dad. jeans
1: on kiss on the lips with dad.
0: It's here. It's like it's like Tom Brady kissing his son. Yeah. That's not sexual. It's just a it's weird. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun for anybody. <laughs> all right let's let's rip through these last
1: young verses young women of jerusalem i charge you by the gazelles and the wild does of the field do not stir up or awaken love until the appropriate time does that have some Uh, this is kind of this seems like an addressing of puberty
0: yeah i can go off the study bible again they say love is demanding and giving of oneself fatigue fatigue is inevitable As appealing as love is, it should not be forced or rushed. Mm. Uh, So, yeah, if you're going to get into a relationship with God, take it slow, you know. Just park the car a little bit.
1: Uh, Verse 8. Listen, my love is approaching. Look. Here he comes.
0: Mine says, Behold, he comes.
1: Either way, he comes. (laughs) Leaping over the mountains, bounding over the hills. Keep going. My love is like a gazelle or a young stag. Look, he is standing behind our wall, gazing through the windows, peering through the lattice. My love calls to me.
0: So we're the church, and we hear God call us. Leaping over the mountains and bounding over the hills. That's how, yep. When you accept Christ, you hear that call. Like, if you're quiet in prayer and you believe enough, you'll hear God jump over the mountains. It's like Iron Giant just <laughs> bouncing through.
1: Boom, 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 boom.
0: <laughs> Super <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, if you are patient enough and prayerful enough, prayerful, I don't know if that's a word, but uh, God will reveal himself to you. My love is like a gazelle, a young stag. That just means that God is agile and quick, like a deer, and he can just jump in any situation, very fast.
1: I will admit, it would be weird if she was like, my love is like an old raccoon. <laughs> 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 that would be that would be I. <laughs>
0: I know deer are kind of like they're like gorgeous animals, you yeah know, like people draw them and paint them. It'd be a lot different if it was like a blobfish or Jesus like This is just like a trash panda, just like <laughs> My love for you is like a pug. It's like a little white dog with shit on its face. Yeah, eyes can
1: pop out at any time. <laughs> uh, the That's man fair. says, "Arise, my darling. Come away, my beautiful one." For now, the winter is past, the rain has ended, and gone away. The blossoms appear in the countryside. The time of singing has come, and the turtle doves' cooing is heard in our land. Mm. The fig tree ripens its figs, the blossoming vines give off their fragrance. Arise, my darling.
0: I I think Dale's about to come away, my beautiful one. And that's fine. It's biblical. You can. It's fine. It's it's
1: it's fine to it's it's fine to jizz your pants. It's a physical to the Bible. reaction
0: to a spiritual encounter, just like you yeah, said.
1: A physical reaction to a spiritual encounter uh, <laughs> is fine as long as it's positive. Purely
0: physical. It's purely yeah, purely physical.
1: physical. You're just okay. you're not lusting. You're just you're and you can lust after
0: Jesus. You can. You can. It's, it's a little. L- that's the only person you can lust after. Yeah. Is like a big, muscly. Dewy, barrel-chested Jesus. <laughs>
1: just barrel-chested Jesus with <laughs> wax on, just oiled up.
0: No, now we're getting into we're getting into some treacherous territory now. Okay, just a little treacherous. We okay, gotta. Well, then, then, then make it
1: on treacherous for me, Scott. What, what's the what's the man <laughs> saying here?
0: Okay, so this is still from the perspective of the church us. So no, we're just from, adoring.
1: No, this is from uh
0: the man, Arise, my darling. Well she hears this from him. Yeah. Yes. So he's saying it to her, uh, but she's retelling it. Uh, my beautiful one, come away with me. Um, you know, just when God calls you, it's you have to go. You gotta you gotta get up and go. So this is not a call to any kind of weird sexual activity this is a call to follow him and feel the ripening of his figs like what does that mean (laughs) you can't just you can't just repeat
1: what is in the verse and then expect me to understand what the hell you're talking about i don't know
0: what else you're from me i'm giving you the verse what
1: does ripening of figs mean
0: study bible please (laughs) You can't just say they don't have a verse for that. Uh, So (laughs) the the ripening of the figs, as fruit matures and your body changes, Mm -hmm. things start changing for you. Like what? Well, like your figs.
1: (laughs) So let me get this straight. This isn't a sexual call but in the midst of it he's saying i've gone through puberty let's let you know let me show you what's up (laughs) That's, that's exactly let's have a show and tell of our bodies oh my god what's funny is like
0: if we just did an overtly sexual interpretation it would be way less creepy than the version i'm somehow giving i know. if like, we just do i just get this as like yeah it's just two people just trying to bone but it's about a creepy magic god man that went through puberty and is trying to entice you to look at him look in at in him sexual way oh okay. come on now uh, church all right well i i do think that it's once it's as much as this is it has some charged energy about it, okay, we can't lose our bearings that we're just supposed to be in love with God, so yeah, when we're in love, sometimes we just feel certain things about God, but that's okay,
1: like 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 what like a boner,
0: yeah, I think if you uh it's okay to think that God's attractive, sure, yeah,
1: it's do you think God would be? upset disturbed or flattered if i got to heaven and i i saw him and i immediately got a boner
0: oh my god this might be the most blasphemous episode <laughs> it very well could be like just, just a
1: one gun salute
0: God, <laughs> this, is the, this, is the, this is the end
1: uh my dove in the clefts of the rock in the crevices of the cliff let me see your face let me hear your voice for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely
0: yeah, that's just God saying we look yeah, nice. yeah, I think. That, yeah, I think. that's
1: just God being like. He's just putting the yeah. charm on. He's yeah, just saying, he's just you, like, you "Look nice." Hey, my dove, what's
0: going on? What's cracking? <laughs> what's cracking, dove? A little spank on the bottom. Just hey, squeaking. hey,
1: you get over here, you little dove. Hey, you. Um, <laughs> then now it goes to I think the woman. Is that right? Because mine's got <laughs> woman in parentheses, and then later it's got woman, and so yeah. it's like maybe this
0: what? whole ever since verse three, it's just under the she label okay but
1: um who knows catch the foxes for us she says the little foxes that ruin the vineyards for our vineyards are in bloom my love is mine and i am his he feeds among the lilies that's a weird thing to say like he feeds
0: yeah yeah I, it's it's all fine okay <laughs>
1: we're fine no what does that mean what does that mean that like god feeds among the lilies if the if the man is supposed to be god or jesus what does that mean that he is feeding among the lilies
0: so this this verse is showing that our body is like a field of flowers so when someone's grazing that field they're exploring our 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 body body? (laughs) for what it is and how gorgeous it is we were knit together in our mother's womb. Now
1: show so. me show me on the doll where the lilies are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, okay, so
1: Oh no. Uh, show me on the Batman figurine where the lilies are. <laughs> okay, so Boob area is what you're showing me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. I just held up you an Adam just, West yeah. Batman figurine and <laughs> showed... you pointed to the chest, which, if it's a woman, then it would be boobs. Uh, well, we don't know. We're, you're reading. A, you're putting your own spin on the. Don't read into the Bible like that, Evan. Just... I think if
1: anyone's reading into the Bible, it's you.
0: Like... <laughs> no, I've had years of training in. Theology and such that I, I understand.
1: I'm letting this just be sexting between two people, and you're like, no, it's definitely God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I was always taught that every verse in the Bible can somehow be pointed back to Jesus. I was taught that my whole life. So if we can't do that, then it's not the inspired word of God. So that's where, where I'm coming from.
1: Okay, with that in mind, we'll read verse 17 before the day breaks and the shadows flee turn to me my love and be like a gazelle or a young stag on the divided mountains
0: young stag has such a sexual energy to it does it not
1: <laughs> and divided mountains as well <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's not really. <laughs> like my God, this is
0: so spicy! I had to close. I'm sweating over Just here. Just like
1: enter my legs, please. Like... Wow,
0: yeah, I this. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it for the other whatever seven chapters of this. Scott, um, you promised. I did promise. Okay give the The, people
1: what they want
0: the cleft of the mountains is not breasts okay or legs opening or anything like that it is your that your heart has two valves does it just two i don't know maybe four (laughs) 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 i love how it's like your
1: heart has two things does it Maybe not, but for the sake of analogy,
0: for the sake of allegory, we'll go with two. It has divided parts. Okay, either way, two, four, eight. There, it's divided. Okay, could be
1: three. Could be an odd Just, number.
0: It's it's split up into different sections, and that's what it's referring to. Is your heart has divisions, and you need to give it all. As God is exploring your body, make sure your heart. And all of its parts are given over to him in submission. Okay. I did Does check that work. I did
1: check. There are four valves of the heart.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Never seen a heart though, so yeah.
1: I mean I've seen pictures of one. <laughs> oh man. That this was a quick one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a tough one. <laughs>
1: oh, man. Doing the Lord's work with Song of Solomon, boy, yeah. Um, uh, I can't wait till we get to three because it starts out with "In my bed at night, I sought the one I love," but we will save that for save for
0: another time,
1: another episode. Chapter
0: four is also a doozy. I remember that one as well.
1: Yeah, Um, so be be reading your Matthew Henry commentary.
0: Yeah, Fifty Shades of Solomon is what this is. Um. So, in
1: conclusion. Not about sex.
0: Not, yeah. Here's my final thoughts on chapter two. Um, anybody who thinks it's a sex book is wrong, and they need to get their their heart checked. Um, it's perfectly fine to be having feelings <laughs> and figuring things out. Uh, yeah, from, from now the Bible. on,
1: when I say I'm having a change of heart, I'm going to say a gazelle or young stag came through my mountains. <laughs>
0: Came through the cleft of my mountains. Came through the cleft of my divided mountains. That's what I'm going Absolutely. to say. Absolutely. I, I think we talked about this last time we had this uh, on the episode, but it's just funny to me that this book made it to the Bible. I I understand that they could verify that it was part of the Jewish tradition and that it was just passed down, but... I want to know why it was included with, like, the holy books. You know, because I can understand yeah. why that was, like, a famous book of the time, and they just wanted to keep it around. But then they had to decide later that, like, nope, this is actually inspired holy books. I Lord. just, I maintain, and I've talked about this before, like, everybody in the Bible is having sex. Yes.
1: All the time. They're all doing it. Like, it's is, uh, is crazy. Yeah. And, and Christianity got puritanized. Really yeah. did to the point where some people, some Puritans just like outright, just never talked about Song of Solomon. Um, and so, you know, sex is a part of the human experience. And I think it was like this for them is like the 50 shades of the day. And they were like, yeah. hell yeah, this is some good ass poetry. Yeah. <laughs> Put this in there. Um, and it's just, it's so wild to us, but you also look at like any other, of work and antiquity, usually there's some kind of sex going on. Yep. So I mean, th-
0: there was nothing else for people to do. They were Man. bored as hell. There wasn't sports or, you know, newspapers.
1: <laughs> there weren't any good sports.
0: <laughs> Let's punch each other until someone passes Man. out. <laughs> it makes sense that in a way that sex was part of the Bible because it a, it's a big part of the human experience. But... Yeah. I'm just surprised because there's other, like, books that were historical about war, other poems and stuff that just never made it to the canon of the Bible. But there's something extra hot about Song of Solomon where they're like, no, 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 this is, this is inspired by God himself. <laughs> this is how hot this is. is. Yeah, this is so hot. It got inspired <laughs> by God. So, uh, but I think that's all I got until the next time we do Song of Solomon. Oh, man. we have more thoughts after chapter three. Uh, we're we're recording these two episodes
1: back to back but what like um, do you have anything else to plug this week
0: no I don't, <laughs> I don't think so uh, I've already discussed movies that I've watched um, the only updates in my life recently are just it's been chaos at the Moran household we have lead free pipes now for anyone wondering it's really it's gorgeous so no Ooh. more lead pipes so no we more. had no more lead poisoning my water <laughs> <laughs> so, but i have a giant crater on the side of my house now so uh that's the fun update from the moran household what about you uh i recently got one of those sonic cleaners
1: that you maybe have Ooh. seen on like tiktok or whatever you like put ah. water in it and, and, you, and you like press a button and it goes brrrr, and it like <laughs> shakes all your all the dust off and i did that for my glasses and I might do it again but just to kind of like see the grime come off but it is Ooh. pretty pretty cool.
0: Oh, I was thinking you got like a water pick for like your teeth and mm-hmm. then you said you were cleaning your glasses with it.
1: No, if you've seen them, you just basically like put like stuff in it. It's like a little tub. It's about like it's it is no bigger than Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's barely mm-hmm. bigger than a cell phone. Um could and... you put your
0: hand in there and close it? No.
1: Dang. No. Um I put like my cell phone case in there and it didn't do a whole lot. I might put like might need to put dish soap in there as well. But uh put your that, cell phone in there. No, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna put my cell phone in there, I'm gonna put my penis in there as well. Um, just to just to see. If someone clicks on the song well, episode and just doesn't expect me to talk about a penis or whatever, they're an yeah, idiot.
0: That's on them. That's yeah, that's on, on
1: them. them. Sorry. The the fact that song two is in the title means that this is either about sex or the blur.
0: Yeah. You did this to yourself.
1: Yeah. Thank well, you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Um, uh, as always, you can email us, uh, at podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can follow us on, uh, Twitter at Unblessed pods uh, Instagram, TikTok, and, uh, YouTube at Unblessed pod Uh, YouTube is where all our streaming happens when we're streaming, uh, Christian video games. We've got one up there right now. It was really fun. It was the, uh, adventures in the old testament it was a really bad video game that we both suffered through um horrible but thank you again so much for listening we really appreciate uh you guys everybody listening to our podcast um without further ado my name is evan and i'm scott and don't forget to close your bible